Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, I got a great episode today. You're really going to like it. I got a great young lady named Pauline Reese along. She's been up, she's been down, now she's back up again and she's telling us all about it. So with no further ado, let's get right to the episode. And I'll tell you what, I won't tell you to click, to subscribe, to comment or none of that. If you could just tell one friend, I'd appreciate it. Thank you guys. Let's get to the episode. Her her biography on Instagram is actually uh, great. I'll run down. I'll start there. Singer, songwriter, super mom, realtor, softball coach, Airbnb super host, and a woman that is an inspiration to other women. Did I get it right? Well, I hope so. That's the that's the idea. But yes, I do all of those things. Okay, let's. I gotta ask first. Let's start with the Airbnb super host. I have uh, two Airbnbs on our ranch here in the heart of the hill country and wine country and everyone is just so grateful to be here on our place. Let's talk about you. Where are you from? Well, I'm originally from Northeast Texas, Pittsburgh. You've ever heard of that? Yeah, of course. It's near Tyler and we moved to Austin when I was a kid. I was about 12 and then I got into a band when I was 15. So my first, you know, year of shows, I couldn't even drive. My mom had to drive me in the minivan, so I felt pretty cool going up to the back of the bar in the minivan. So what part of Austin did you grow up in? Well, we moved around quite a bit in Austin. I was in Central Austin, then we went to Round Rock, then we went to Leander, then I graduated from Leander, then lived in... Uh, Round Rock again, went back to Lamb Pass's area, uh, Briggs kind of over there and had a, a ranch. And then I lived in Sunset Valley, which is a part of South Austin, and had a ranch in the middle of Sunset Valley with an arena. And used to ride my horse through the Schwatzky drive through and up to the mall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, that's amazing. And now we're in Marble Falls. What was your favorite restaurant? to go to in your hometown as a kid? Well, actually, we were in such a small town, we really did not eat out very much. And I grew up very poor. My mom and dad worked really hard, and we raised our own food, we had raised our own chickens. Um, so there wasn't a lot of eating out, honestly. I think every Sunday after church, our 
word was going to Dairy Queen to have a Sunday. So that's uh, that's pretty country if you ask me. Well, that. That might that might have been it was the most unexpected but maybe the best answer to that question I've ever gotten. Oh, very cool. Well, you know, sometimes growing up humble is a, a great way to grow up. And growing up poor keeps you humble. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so you you mentioned that you were uh, got to a band at fifteen. What was the name of that band? The name of the band at the time was Sierra, and they were already touring all over Texas and opening for some big acts and then headlining some of the venues. And the guitar player uh, was my sister, my older sister's best friend. And so uh, I was actually taking voice lessons in the music store there and guitar lessons in Round Rock. And the owner of the store heard me sing and he asked me if I would like to come audition for their band. And I didn't tell him how old I was. I guess he thought I could drive, a older guy came in and I auditioned and uh, the guitar player and I recognized each other and the rest was history. He was like, yeah, you're in, you're fantastic, please join our band and so I did. And then a couple of years went by and the lead singer quit the band uh, because he had a, a family and wanted to focus on that. So we did another audition for female singers. And then it was all just a joke. They were playing a joke on me because they wanted me to be the lead singer. And then we renamed it the Pauline Reese Band and kept on touring and doing the deal. And then uh, when I was 18, I had a full ride scholarship for softball and I turned it down because I was already touring and making a living and doing shows with Willie Nelson and writing songs with all these songwriters like Freddie Powers and Sonny Crockmorton and Steve Holt. Wow. So I figured, why why would I go to college for something that I'm already doing? And I figured that I would just go to a community college and work that around my schedule to get uh, more music knowledge because you could learn music for the rest of your life. So that's, that's how I worked my plan. Tell me about the first time um, and when and where it was that you performed with Willie Nelson? Uh, the first time was I was still in high school and I was 16. And I think it was the last time that they had the picnic at Lickbox. Oh, wow. And so Freddie Powers had invited me, he and his wife Catherine, to come uh, backstage. And I knew them pretty good. And so I left my friends to go visit with them and said, hey, I'll be right back. Gotta go visit with Freddie and Catherine. So I went back there and they introduced me to uh, Merle Haggard and uh, Waylon Jennings and uh, Chris Christopherson was there that year, Billy Joe Shaver. Yeah. And so he said, uh, well, let's go back to my you know, place. We'll meet up with so-and-so and then um, we're going to go get on stage and sing. So I was like, what? He said, yeah, you're coming with me. So I was like, really? And he said, yeah, well, you know all the words, don't you? I said, absolutely. He said, don't you know all the harmonies? So I said, absolutely. And he said, well, good, because you're about to sing them with all the high women. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So I got up on stage and, and uh, 
sang and and it was great. It was a wonderful experience. I remember at one point during one of the songs that Willie was singing, you know, Freddie was encouraging me to, to sing all the harmonies and I, I knew them all. I'd known them since I was little. And so he looked over at me at one point like surprised and shocked, like she really does know all this stuff. He kind of nodded, she gave me this nod of approval, you know, approval. <laughs> I still have that in my head. Wow, that's amazing. I um I grew up in Hillsboro, which is twelve miles, about eight miles from Abbott. Yeah, I know where it is. Yeah, and um he's he's uh held in high regard around here. He's we take a lot of pride in that. Absolutely. And I, I think he's held in high regard just about anywhere in the world. Um what's going on now? Twenty nineteen is I, I believe like this year is going to be a major break as far as finding records because I've been holding on to this record for four and a half years. Uh, we've just had some really interesting life situations happen. I uh, I was in a traumatic uh, accident in well five years ago and had a stroke because of blood loss. Lost over half my blood mass and I had to relearn how to understand speech and oh, wow. how to read uh, so my brain just wasn't connecting after the stroke uh, with my cerebral part of my brain which has to do with speech and understanding language and so that was a very a very uh, tough time in our lives and then uh, my father passed away shortly after uh, Michael Mark Murphy was really amazing to step up and ask me to tour with him. So we toured nationwide with him for about four months so that I could recover because I could sing. Uh, I could remember every word to my songs. I just couldn't communicate very well. And so it was a really, it was a lifesaver really for me because I thought that this was really going to affect my music career because I'm a one-woman show and I booked myself, I managed myself. And I thought, well, I can't do these things because I can't communicate. And so for Michael to step up and help me out like that was amazing. Oh, that's incredible. Willie Nelson's daughter, Susie Nelson, was there to help me with my children when I was away. Um, so extremely grateful to the people who really did help me out, support me during that time. Um, and so I didn't put that out in the public eye because, first of all, I couldn't, I couldn't communicate. Um, and I just felt like I needed time to rest and heal because it was very traumatic. So then after all of that, it seemed like things were going pretty good. I came in, I cut my seventh album, and I had a song that I had written. And Willie Nelson called me and said he loved it um, because I sent it to him to see if he wanted to co-write. And so he said, let's go in and cut it. So we cut that song and he called me again. I had it on my list of my records. You know, I have 12 songs. And so he said, well, I'm going to put it on my record. And I said, fantastic, absolutely. So we had to wait until everything was lined out with his record label. He had, uh, you know, Merle got sick and passed away. so. They had a bunch of stuff going on with Merle and released a record of duets with Merle. Then Ray Price got sick and uh, 
passed away, and so they did it with Ray Price tribute. Uh, so it was just one thing after another where it wasn't coming to fruition. And so in the midst of all that, I started a radio tour and lost two engines on two of my vehicles. One of them was my touring van, and then I lost the transmission. What happened to me? Put miles on him, I guess. <laughs> and then my husband was in a rodeo accident and he broke his neck. Oh, man. And so it's just been a succession of a lot of things where I really feel like God was saying, hey, it's in my time. You know, you'll you'll put this record out when I say you put this record out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can really, yes, yes. Yeah, so we just, you know, took a deep breath and made sure everybody was healthy and happy and, you know, now we're getting back in the saddle, so to speak, and starting to get things going. So I will be releasing this record this year, and I will be releasing the duet this year. I just don't know if it's going to be on my label or on Willie Nelson's uh, Legends label. I'm not sure. So, yeah, it's still up in the air, but I know it will happen this year for sure. I see. Uh, I see big things for you, and those were all just uh, just part of the story. Absolutely, it is, and uh, you know I've got some material <laughs> after all of that. Well, not to mention the other twenty-four years I've been in the music business. You know, you have to promise me to come back on because I know there's more stories, and this was one of this was a great, great talk. I um, I would love to hear hear more of your stories and talk to you some more. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Justin. I really appreciate it, and I appreciate what you're doing with your podcast. Well, that's that means a lot, and um, I I hope I know my daughter will be the first one, but I hope more young women uh, hear this and uh, just find some inspiration in um, in something that you said, and you know maybe we can start there. Absolutely, and that that's the thing. I mean, you know, you go through stuff in life. Everybody does, and I have many many times. I had the choice to go down the wrong road, and the wrong road was just not an option for me. I uh, I believe in God, and I believe that He has a plan, and I just have to hold tight to that and cowgirl up and stay in the saddle. That's all you can do, get back on. Well, you've definitely helped to put my day in perspective and uh, inspired me, so thank you for that. Awesome. Thanks, and we'll check back in with you uh, probably in a couple months and hear some more some more of your stories and see how everything's going. Thanks, Justin. I look forward to it. You guys have a great day over there, and um, we'll see everybody down the road. Well, guys, I hope y'all enjoyed that as much as I did. That was Pauline Reese. Go check out her music. She's got some great stuff and a great story to go along with it. And uh, with no further ado, you guys have a great weekend, great week. Remember to uh, be positive because a positive mentality is kinetic. And uh, just chill until the next episode.